welcome to Addiction Mastery, the podcast hosted by me, Amanda Lockyer, where we are having the conversation of what addiction looks like from the other side, and that is the impact on families and spouses. We are leading with kindness. So today, episode seven, we are talking happy-ish holidays. So why happy-ish? Because we are keeping it real, because we're living authentically, and because we are taking off the damn mask that pretends everything is okay and we are all good. Because let's face it, sometimes the holidays suck. Addiction or no addiction, right? And nothing highlights the gaps in our lives more than the relentless parade of seemingly perfect holiday snapshots flooding our social media feeds. Enter the self-mantra, comparison is a thief of joy, one of my most favorite quotes from Theodore Roosevelt. And let's get real here. Social media is the highlight reel. No one, addiction or not, is posting about relationship issues, job losses, relatives that have fallen out, or kids that have been at each other's throats for the last three months, okay? Social media is a highlight reel. So let's really lean into that fact and stop ourselves in the comparison of our life to the edited and curated highlight reel of social media because you know yourself, I have done it too, that you have probably posted some smiling snapshot of a time when you were devastated and things were hard and chaotic. I have definitely done that more than once, okay? So let's put down the social media feed for a bit. The holidays are hard for many because we acknowledge that for those loving someone with addiction, the holiday season isn't just about decking the halls and sipping hot cocoa. It's about managing the chaos that addiction can bring into these moments meant for joy and togetherness. Because we recognize that some of us won't be with our loved ones. Not because they're miles away, but because addiction has created an emotional chasm that feels impossible to bridge during this festive season. Because we understand that sometimes the people we hope will show up for us either won't or can't, and it is a harsh reality to face when we yearn for their support, connection, and together this the most, because some of us are grieving the empty seats at our family gatherings, spaces reserved for those who left us too soon, their absence casting a shadow on what should be a time of celebration, and amidst all of this We acknowledge that having the happiest of holidays might be a stretch, but truly, we can still strive for happy-ish holidays. So sometimes the holidays can feel like a real emotional slap in the face. 
where we are seeing the joy and happiness, but it can sometimes serve as more of a startling reminder as to what we don't have. Okay, and this is the gap. It is a time of year that many are celebrating merriment, and sometimes what it can do is just magnify the chaos crisis and lack of connection in our own family and in our own lives. So let's dive into it. The holiday season with its twinkling lights and festive cheer often magnifies the emotional struggles faced by those dealing with addiction and their loved ones. For many, it's not just the pressure of finding the perfect gift or hosting the flawless gathering, it's the weight of unspoken challenges that often go unnoticed by those outside of addiction. Let's break it down a bit into some key areas I think that could really help us in navigating a happy-ish holidays. Let's firstly talk expectations. One of the biggest challenges here is managing expectations, both our own expectations and those imposed upon us by society. So the picture-perfect holiday scenes portrayed in movies, social media and advertisements can really invoke a sense of longing for a similar experience. You know, we are just yearning for that joyous family gathering and it can feel like this really eludes us when we're grappling with a loved one and addiction. So what can we do? We can try and acknowledge that the journey is unique, right? Our celebrations might not fit in with a conventional mold. It's not about pretending that everything is perfect. It's about finding the small pockets of joy in those imperfect moments. And thinking about expectations, I cannot emphasize this enough. Check them reality check your expectations are they reasonable okay are you expecting someone to show up in a way which isn't reasonable or maybe isn't possible right now not saying it's not possible you know into the future or another time but is it reasonable to expect them to show up a certain way right now And then ask yourself, what could a reasonable expectation look like? So maybe someone can't show up and carve the turkey or do a gift exchange, but maybe we can send a few text messages letting them know we're thinking of them, or maybe we could arrange to meet on another day. And it can be hard to manage other people's expectations okay so maybe your broader family or your children and here I would say be bold and be honest if you don't know whether your spouse sibling child or parent is going to be in attendance at a gathering let people know or even better invite those people to reach out to your loved ones so you're not the middleman okay invite them to do that and for children I would say you know similarly with honesty if you don't know if daddy or mummy is going to be there then say that 
And I know that is hard. Okay, there is so much grief there and we will get into it. And I distinctly remember one Christmas recently going to bed after a bit of a conversation derailment, let's call it, and there was storming off and for me not knowing if my children's other parent would be there on Christmas morning or not. I let myself feel the feelings and I told myself that no, that whatever the day brought, we would be okay. All right. And I know it's hard, which leans into grief. Let's talk about grief in the midst of celebrations and joy. The holidays can often bring a heightened sense of grief for those loving someone struggling with addiction. There is such a deep grief watching a loved one struggle. There is so much grief around this, the grief of the person they used to be, and sometimes we might even be grieving, you know, in that anticipatory grief, what might happen. We might be grieving the year we've had or the experiences we have missed out on. We might be grieving for connections or for our children. We are grieving for what we thought we would have and what we don't have. Okay, and the grief can feel big. Allow yourself to grieve. Okay, recognize that it's okay to feel a mixture of emotions during this season. It is not one or the other, it is and, okay, and that is the kindest word you can give to yourself this holiday season. I'm grieving and I can still feel joy, okay, it is and, and support from family and friends or groups who understand these unique challenges you face is going to help you immensely. I have put together a few tips on navigating the holidays so they can be happy-ish, okay? And while the challenges are numerous, there are truly strategies and coping mechanisms that can help individuals and families navigate the holiday storm with resilience and grace. And I think let's just layer a realistic lens over this. Addiction or no addiction, the holidays are chaos, right? They can be pure chaos. Emotions are high, expectations and addiction or not. So how can we help ourselves navigate this with grace? So number one, establishing boundaries. And these could be boundaries with yourself, your loved one, your family, or your children, okay? Setting healthy boundaries is crucial, especially during the holidays. And this might mean saying no to certain events or activities that could be triggering or overly stressful. And it's okay to prioritize your well-being, and in fact, you should actually do so. Yes, People might be disappointed, but that pales in comparison to the resentment that you will feel for putting yourself in situations that don't serve you. You can't show up to all the events and activities. So I would invite you to just say yes to the ones that tick this box. 
they are a heck yes. Heck yes, I want to go to my local Christmas carols. Heck yes, I want to go to that afternoon tea share plate, okay, whatever it is. And then be courageous and say no to the rest, okay? Learning the art of saying no without guilt is going to be one of the kindest gifts you can give yourself. And understanding that preserving your energy, mental well-being is not selfish, but just absolutely necessary, okay? This might be with yourself, boundaries with yourself, truly. It might mean bringing a plate to a shared lunch that isn't homemade, right? Because you don't have capacity and that is okay. Maybe you don't turn up to a Christmas event and you're matching t-shirts, and that is okay. Pull out a t-shirt from last year, right? It is giving yourself some grace. Do I have capacity for this? How am I showing up? Okay, it's not perfect. This is not curated. This is just doing your best. So having boundaries with yourself. So tip number two here is cultivating gratitude. I know this is hard. And you're going to say, Amanda, how, how, how? Amidst the chaos, finding moments of gratitude can be a powerful antidote to the holiday blues. Reflecting on positive aspects of your life, no matter how small, can truly shift your perspective. And being present and noticing the small moments can be truly everything. And when you can shift away your focus from the reality slap, and the lack and leaning towards gratitude, the more you will notice and that will be an upward spiral. You will then notice more. And that little hug or kind gesture from someone will truly fill your cup. Okay, when we notice what we are grateful for, that is true wealth and focusing on what we do have. And you could do this by keeping a gratitude journal and writing like three things down you're grateful for each day, no matter how simple or seemingly insignificant, or even as part of your bedtime routine, like bringing notice to something that you were grateful for that day, okay, can be truly amazing in shifting your focus. Tip number three, self-care rituals. If you haven't sat with me in a coaching session, you're possibly going to think, I don't have time for that. Nonsense. But prioritizing self-care is not a luxury. It is a necessity and especially during the holidays. Okay, so establishing some self-care rituals that can help manage stress and promote emotional well-being. If you've been in a coaching session with me, I'm not talking about manicures and pedicures, okay? Although no shade on that, amazing. But the real self-care here is the oxygen mask stuff, what is achievable and what is sustainable. And thinking those moments that you can take care of yourself and fill your cup. And it could be a walk, keeping to your exercise routine, early nights, connecting with your A-team, and keeping close to a hobby that is fulfilling, okay? Truly taking care of yourself. Okay, tip number four, embracing imperfections. Wow, what an idea. 
Let's be really kind to ourselves as we navigate the intricate tapestry of emotions during these holiday seasons. It's crucial to redefine what a happy-ish holiday means to each of us. I would invite you now to ask yourself, what does a happy-ish holiday mean to me? And rewind back to managing expectations. Like, what is possible? Okay, what would it mean for me to have a happy-ish holiday? And it is all about finding joy in your experience. I know that we all know consciously that perfection is an illusion, right? It does not exist, especially during the holidays. So rebel, embrace the imperfections, the messy moments, and the unpredictability of life. I suspect that you will see that real joy often emerges from the unscripted, okay? That imperfect corners of our stories. So let the kids put up some weird and wonderful decorations and, you know, ask them what they want to do this holiday season. And it truly might surprise you. I think my eight-year-old is looking forward to bacon croissants on Christmas morning, you know, like so simple, right? And let's create some new traditions because maybe the old traditions and the ones that we're hanging on to, and like I say, hanging on to like by our fingernails, don't really serve us. So give yourself and your family that permission to adapt. And, you know, traditions are not set in stone. So consider creating some new traditions that align with the reality of your family dynamics. Okay. It doesn't have to be matching PJs in the perfectly decorated house and attending all the events and matching Christmas jumpers. Embrace the traditions that feel good to you and rewrite as necessary. Wild, right? That whole you do you, like let's live by that. Tip number five, chuck comparison in the trash. Whether you are comparing the gap you feel in your holiday experience with your family because it doesn't look or feel as you would have hoped or expected, chuck that comparison in the bin. Or maybe you are comparing yourself to someone else's problems. You know, we've all been there. Someone is complaining about not having the perfect turkey or the tree that you ordered hasn't arrived on time and you're thinking oh my god I don't know if my loved one is going to be sober if they're going to be present if they're going to cause a fight an argument or a scene this holiday season are they going to be in rehab and some people are wondering I don't even know where my lovely person is And you're worried about a turkey or a tree. You know, I wish that was my problem. Chuck that comparison in the bin, right? Truly, going back, Theodore Roosevelt, comparison is the thief of joy. So focusing on you. Tip number six, focus on what you can control. 
And often when we love someone struggling with addiction or we've been on that roller coaster and in the chaos and in the crisis, we can really, really focus on all the things outside of our control. And I would invite you to bring it back. There is truly more in your control this holiday season and in general than you know. So laser focus on what sits with you. And as you are navigating this time, ask yourself, how do you want to show up? So while we can be concerned, worried, wondering how someone else is or isn't going to show up or turn up, ask yourself, how do you want to show up? And when you're in the midst of it, check in with yourself. And if something comes up, how do I want to show up here? Okay, how do I want to show up here? And this is the case where it could be a great idea to have a plan. If this happens, this is my plan. If this situation unfolds, this is how I'm going to handle it. This is the language I'm going to use. This is my plan A, this is my plan B, this is my plan C, okay? This is my plan. This is how I'm going to show up. And finally, tip number seven, do what makes you happy and happy-ish. It doesn't need to make sense to anyone else, truly, okay? And this, I think, is the very core of a happy-ish holiday season. If you can tune in to what makes sense to you and you shrug off the people-pleasing and the second-guessing and the weight of other people's opinions, If it makes sense to you and you check yourself and it feels right and it's in line with your values, then it is the right thing to do. It doesn't need to make sense to anyone else. If that means setting a place for someone at the the dinner table who may not make it, then do it. If that means making your whole season alcohol-free because that feels right to you, then do it. If it means having separate gatherings for certain people in your life, then do it. If it means not inviting some people to your celebrations, then do it. If it means creating a whole new tradition and look and feel of the holiday season, then do it. So I truly hope you have a happiest holiday season. We might not be having the happiest of holidays and yet we can still have some happiest holidays, okay? Yes, we can choose to be present in this moment, even when this isn't exactly what we hoped for. We can find joy. It is definitely there, okay? Gratitude. We can remind ourselves what we're grateful for. Feel our feelings as needed, okay? Let's not bottle them up. So from me to you, I hope you have the damn best, happiest holidays you can possibly have. Keep it real, say no to things as needed, and step away from situations as necessary. And be super proud of yourself for showing up in the best way you can. 
And remember, it is okay not to have it all together during the holidays. Sometimes the most beautiful moments arise from the cracks of our imperfect realities. So thank you for joining me here at Addiction Makes 3, the podcast. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you found this to be helpful or insightful, I would sincerely appreciate if you could rate and review the podcast as it helps others find it. If you would like to get in touch with me with thoughts, feedback, or queries, you can send me an email. And if you would like to know more about working with me, details can be found in the show notes too. So thanks for staying kind and I will speak to you soon.